It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio KCAW in Sitka. Today is Wednesday, August 4th, 2021. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. Nine Sitkins tested positive for the coronavirus yesterday, according to data on the city's COVID dashboard. All nine cases were Sitka residents, ranging in age from two under 10 years old to two cases in their 70s. One case is listed as travel-related, but local health officials haven't yet posted information on transmission and symptom status for the other eight cases. The number of active cases in Sitka dropped to 123 on Tuesday, and the rolling case rate, or average number of cases per day, dipped to just under 16. Since the start of the pandemic, Sitka has reported 873 coronavirus cases, 37 hospitalizations, and two deaths. 76% of Sitkins have received at least one vaccine dose, and 70% are fully vaccinated. According to city data, the infection rate for Sitka's unvaccinated population is just above 14 percent, while less than 4 percent of vaccinated Sitkins have contracted the virus. COVID-19 numbers continue to grow in Skagway, with three positive cases announced on Monday. Also on Monday, new active cases were announced aboard the American Constellation cruise ship. The ship docked in Skagway on Sunday and Haines on Monday. Both communities are urging the public to get tested if any symptoms develop. Mike Swayze reports from Skagway. Haines officials reported Monday that more passengers aboard the American Constellation cruise ship have tested positive for COVID-19. No numbers were given, but it was reported that the infected passengers were in isolation. It was also acknowledged that other passengers did leave the ship to circulate in Haines. There is no word on whether any of the infected passengers got off the ship in Skagway over the weekend. American Constellation representatives have said passengers aboard the vessel are required to be vaccinated, though not all of its crew were fully vaccinated when the ship initially left Juneau last month during a cruise that left 10 people infected. The Connecticut-based company has since said it was addressing this, but didn't return phone calls or emails on Monday afternoon. Dr. Lisa Rabinowitz from State Public Health in Anchorage says cases are climbing across the region with concentrations in coastal communities, and many of those appear to be the Delta variant. The Delta variant is definitely in southeast Alaska. We've kind of tracked behind the lower 48 who saw a rise in cases and we're definitely seeing most of our surging cases currently in Alaska due to the Delta variant. Rabinowitz says vaccinated people are far less likely to get seriously ill, but they are still able to spread the virus. Viruses kind of mutate. That's what they do. And sometimes they mutate and become less effective. And sometimes they mutate and become more effective. And unfortunately, the Delta variant has found a way to become much more transmissible. The CDC released a study last week that looked at a Cape Cod community in Massachusetts, which recently saw a large spike in cases after several outdoor events. The seaside resort town was highly vaccinated, but that didn't stop the spread. Three quarters of the positive cases were reported in vaccinated people. Of those, almost 90% were caused by the Delta variant. Clinicians like Rabinowitz say they understand why people feel fatigued by the precautions necessary as the COVID-19 pandemic goes into its second summer. I um, worked the last 
three days and it's been it's been a challenge i you know pulling out all my my you know hazmat suit i had it stored away in the garage thinking we were done with that but now it's going back into work with me every day it's unfortunate it's just sad to to see patients coming in and they chose not to be vaccinated and they're sick they're really sick. Skagway officials reported three new active COVID-19 cases over the weekend, then three more late on Monday. This brings the current active case count to nine. Eight of those individuals remain in isolation in Skagway. The ninth has traveled outside of town. Four of the new cases are reported to be close personal contacts of an earlier case, and two more are travel-related. Contact tracing is underway for the most recent cases. Currently, the CDC recommends all people, regardless of vaccination status, wear face coverings in public indoor spaces in areas of high transmission. With Skagway's current case count, the town meets that criteria. In other words, Skagway is an area of high transmission, though masks remain voluntary under local code. Vaccinations are available in Skagway at the Dahl Memorial Clinic and at the Search Clinic in Haines by appointment. The Dahl Memorial Clinic is also offering COVID testing at no charge now until September 1st. Reporting from Skagway, I'm Mike Swayze. The Southeast Alaska State Fair wrapped up its four-day run of festivities this weekend. Despite a smaller crowd due to rising COVID-19 cases, border restrictions, and other complications, people from across the region came together for a weekend of fun and community. KHNS's Corinne Smith reports. The crowds were thinner on Sunday, the final day of the Southeast Alaska State Fair. But kids were back at the carnival games and rides, Families flock to the food court for more delicious bites. There's more live music, a disc golf tournament, and high schoolers play a fast-paced volleyball game. Nearby, Harriet Hall houses this year's fair exhibits, where artists and makers of all ages from across southeast Alaska and the Yukon display their work. By Sunday, the prizes have been awarded. Purple, blue, and red ribbons adorn wall displays of photography, quilts, cases of jams, and wearable art pieces, some that went down the runway the day before. Exhibitor Daryl Giroux of Kluckwan is there to collect two beadwork pieces, for which he won division champion and first place, his first entry at the Southeast Fair. I got a stargazer lily that's probably about four by six inch. Uh, takes about six months to do each piece that large. I also have the uh, wet raven, and it has the sun, the moon, and also the earth in there. Jeru says he learned beading from his mother, Sally Burratine, who passed away last March. She taught me how to do all this. He says the public reception at the fair has been overwhelmingly positive, but still he's missing her. So he's unsure where his beadwork will go next. Right now I put myself uh, in a predicament where I can't touch a needle until probably next year after the uh, one-year mark on my mom's death, St. Patty's Day. It's, it's hard for me to start a project because she was always there for me, you know, to say, yeah, that looks like it's good, or, you know, uh, I do this something, you know. She was always a mentor to me on that. Outside the hall, the disc golf tournament is wrapping up with a group receiving awards and cash prizes. 
Teolani Baker of Haynes is seven months pregnant and won the women's division for the second year in a row, while her husband Colton Baker won the men's. The luck, I guess, that's what I think makes it the most fun. Is, um, you can't ever get too good that you might not lose. As the fair winds down, volunteers with Haynes Friends of Recycling begin sorting big bags of compost and recyclables from trash as part of the fair's zero waste efforts. All fair food vendors are required to use compostable plates and utensils. Chair of Haynes Friends of Recycling, Melissa Aronson, says the initiative has had a huge impact in diverting waste and saving money at the dump. And each year she sees improvement. They used to bring a great big um, Connex in here and fill it up, you know, sometimes more than once over the course of the fair. This year they just brought one bear proof, you know, canister. Yeah, so, so that seems to be really improving. People are really paying attention. The last event of the fair weekend is the Pie Fight in Ravens Arena. On par with the fair's theme this year, live free, pie hard. <laughs> Within minutes, kids and adults are covered in pie as a crowd cheers from the stands. And with that, the Southeast Alaska State Fair is over. It was the first fair since the pandemic as last year's event was canceled altogether. As a precaution, fair organizers recommended masking and social distancing, but very few people appeared to be taking these precautions. Also, attendees were asked to jot down their names and phone numbers at the entrance in case a contact tracer had to get in touch later. Organizers haven't released the numbers of ticket sales from this year, but they estimate past year's crowds have reached up to 11,000 people. This year was significantly smaller. In Haines, I'm Corinne Smith. A new airline startup announced Tuesday that it'll soon be offering daily flights between Unalaska and Anchorage. The new carrier will be branded Aleutian Airways. It's a partnership between Juno-based Alaska Seaplanes, Florida-based Sterling Airways, and two venture capital firms. Kent Crayford, owner of Alaska Seaplanes, is a senior executive in the new outfit. He says the company will be flying Saab 2000 turboprops daily between the Aleutian Hub and Alaska's largest city. It's such a tough nut to crack on Alaska because of the short runway, because of how remote it is, distance to alternate airfields. There's a very, very unique key uh, that unlocks this airport, and we've got it. You know, the Saab 2000 is it. Crayford says the combination of Alaska Seaplanes' experience serving rural Alaska, along with Sterling Airways' experience operating larger equipment, will hopefully fill the gap in Aleutian Air service. Aleutian Airways plans to announce its schedule later this month. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News.